And now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's In the Green Room. Green is in, but what does that really mean for you? Join the gang for a fun and energetic half-glass, half-full perspective to what and how sustainability is the lifestyle for the future. It can really affect everything you do, from your health, wallet, environment, money, even your morals. So our goal, to help save the planet one show at a time. Now, welcome to the Green Room. Good evening. Welcome to In the Green Room. I'm Quita. Hi, I'm Kinga. Welcome. And we've got some very, I'm very Chet. special guests, Ms. Oh, I'm Rachel. I'm Dave. <laughs> and you guys know the motto, it's saving, saving the, the planet, planet one, one show at a time. And it's an exciting, exciting show. Kinga, yes, I'm we are going to talk a little bit about more the about the weekends. But yes, Mr. Dave Muncy, guys, most of you guys, if you have been in the Valley over the last 40 years, you guys know that this man, you probably, he was the last face before you went to bed and and he was the one keeping us safe around water. We're talking Mr. Dave Muncy. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank you for Say having hello. me hello. on. And uh, yeah, it has been, it's been a long time with Watch Your Kids Around Water. Yes. That's what everybody knows me for. That's uh-huh. Well, it was so exciting because we, we had a meeting at our local Starbucks here at Hilt Village. And uh, of course, everybody that walked in knew Dave Muncy. They're like, wow, it's Dave Muncy. And I knew uh, some of the regulars. He's kind of a big deal. Yeah, he he is a big deal. He's a big deal. Well, they knew you. They all were, Kinga, Kinga, they all (laughs) came in. They they knew knew, you. They were were excited. They knew you. And then they they saw Kinga and then Dave. (laughs) (laughs) They saw Dave. They saw Dave. He's being humble. He's being humble. We love it. So we are going to definitely hear more about Dave because Dave has a new book out. And guys, 42 years he was over at Fox 10. And how many people can you say have done anything for that amount of time, right? <laughs> Chad, Rachel, you guys haven't even been born that long. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, that's I'm about half almost, that, actually, Yeah, about so. half. <laughs> well, and was I, that 42 I say, years on the air? 42 years at Channel 10. At the same I was, I was place. on the air for 51 years. Okay. Oh, wow. That's and we have some exciting things to talk about because he was actually almost, or he was kind of fired in... And still sustain that. Well, you know, the thing Somehow. is, that in this business, and folks that have been in this business, they know we are hired to be fired. Yeah. And that yes. happens to a lot of us. A lot mm-hmm. of us uh, are sent on our way. And, and it's usually done by somebody newly hired that is more important than we are oh. around the station. Uh-huh. Not because we've done something wrong, but because somebody new has come in and want to change things up a little bit. Or has a friend in Detroit they want to bring out here. And <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That was really specific. It sounds like that actually happened. I, well, I changed the city. I changed the city. That's all. Oh. Well, we'll, we'll get into the whole entire book because that it, it's all very uh, exciting. And I want to say that the book is very funny. So if you like to read uh, something that's hilarious, this book is probably one of the funniest books I've ever read. And then also it's endearing. And, and I think it's really special to know that he had this career for so long. It was such a long term career. What, 42 years? 40. For, but then he also has, has this marriage to this beautiful bunny that's in studio here, and, and that was for 45 years. And when she says this She's beautiful bunny, her name <laughs> is Bunny. <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, Robin, are, just I, I don't hear any sounds here. What's oh. going on? I want some clapping sounds. No actual bunny in the making of the show. Right? Now that actually... We actually were in the, there's a chapter on this. We were in the Playboy Club, and the manager of the club 
asked her to leave our table because we were there and he said, he went over to her and said, the bunnies were only supposed to be at the table for one drink. <laughs> and, and she said, I'm Bunny Muncie's day's wife. And he went, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, and I mean, 45 oh, years, we, I think it's safe to say the career has been both of yours. She had something to do yes, with Yes, uh, I refer to her as my co-writer of the book because... Oh, really? Uh, yeah, as, we were, uh, as I was writing the book, she uh, showed up with a couple of boxes of uh, stuff that kind of backed up all of the chapters that I was writing. And uh, they were, I, I brought stuff home. I brought everything home and g left it somewhere. And she picked it up and she categorized it. And so I had a folder for each year from the beginning of my life with my baby pictures in it all the way up to 2017. Some of the folders may have just had one piece of paper in them. <laughs> Others were just loaded with stuff. But the pictures, the memos, the letters, anything you see in the book that's a, that is something of that, that's what my co-author, Bunny, I love it. Uh, he, he gives you a lot of credit, by the way. I mean, he talks about you all the time. In, in the meeting that we had to just, you know, interview about the, the show, he just was like, my wife, my wife, my wife. How many years so have sweet. you guys been married for? Uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Bud. <laughs> 44? <laughs> 43? 40. It, will over 40. it will be 44. Over 40 years, <laughs> right? So we do shows on relationships, All and so above. we do want to know what the secrets are to this. Because well, you guys we seem to like tips. each other As still. we say, 40 good ones. So. 40 good ones. 40 good okay. ones. That's, what's ma that's so, what matters, right? Yeah. During the show, we'd like to hear some tips, right, Absolutely. Quita? Absolutely. We're I putting mean, you on the spot, so start thinking. Because it, it's rare to get somebody married that long, number one. Number two, you were in a career with a lot of beautiful women around you. That so you had to spend a lot of time it, with. You guys had a sustainable relationship. <laughs> we right, Rachel. What kept it going? Shout out to sustainability. Ooh, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since they were good ones. That's when you know you're doing it right. Yes. Well, you know, it's like the guy after the divorce said, couldn't have been my fault. I was never home. But the thing is, is. <laughs> and, and, and I really think this plays a little bit into it. Uh, Bunny worked a day job. I worked a night job. Mm -hmm. We, we saw space. each other in the morning. We saw each other at night. But really, it was weekends where we spent our time together. Mm -hmm. so, so you were excited to spend the time together because you were apart? Well, we enjoyed our weekends. Yeah, we did have fun. We do have fun. I, every day's a weekend now. But <laughs> and, and how was it for Bunny when you would be out and about and you had all these celebrities trying to talk, to, or people, fans, trying to talk to you? And, and was that... Okay, was she okay well, with you, you know, talking? Or? No, it's all, all that stuff is fine because she understands the business. Mm -hmm. But I used to say it's really hard to watch someone get idolized when you know they're a jerk. Right. You know, I mean, real. We, we are That's all and just being in real, the business, yeah, you we're know real who people. is and who isn't. Yeah, we're oh, real people wow. and people are coming up going, oh, and she's going, you know, you should have seen him 10 minutes ago. He just about kicked the dash out of the car, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> things like that happen. So um, your fans don't see that side of you. Mm -hmm. What I loved is, is, is during our meeting, you told me that, um, you know, there were some people that were rubbed you wrong, but you were still nice and you killed them with kindness. And I, you know, uh, that's, I, I'm somebody that's really real with, I say what I think and, and, and you know, I try to sugarcoat Stay things based. sometimes, but sometimes I can't. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, I, that's good advice to always just still, Kill people with kindness. Well, Stay I didn't. Diplomatic. I didn't yes. want to write yes. a, a, anything. I didn't want a negative book. I, I didn't want to have just complaining about different things. I wanted to show people what a great time I'd had in my career, some of the fun things that had happened to me, 
And a lot of, there's only one chapter in the book, and that's the chapter that's entitled Ufta, which is a phrase from, a phrase from North Dakota. And uh, that's the fire where I, uh, where the chapter where I got fired. Wait, what does it mean? Yeah. Ufta. Uh, Ufta. Well, Ufta. There's a lot of meanings to Ufta. Uh, <laughs> one of them is you Ufta. <laughs> Ufta is when you look in the mirror and you realize you're actually as old as you are, and you look that way. Wait, that's it's, a, it's, it's kind of like means, a, that's an Ufta. Ufta. Probably the best explanation of Ufta is you drop your gum in the chicken yard and find it three times. That's an Ufta. Ew, ew. <laughs> Quita thinks it has a different meaning because she has this look in her eye. No, no, no. Was, <laughs> Sounds like just, you do for a Thank you. What do you think it means? Out. I don't know. She just has, I know I that know. look. She I, gives me well, a look. look. Yes, monster. <laughs> There is, a, there is a backside to it. There is a backside to it. <laughs> okay. Thank you, not, I won't use right. it. There, no need to. Yeah, there is a backside to it. It's ufta and then another word, yes. which then turns it into a swear word. And that's why I smirked and yeah. said nothing. But and, Kinga but called I, me out. Yeah, chapter, you can't just tease us like that. What's the other word? The like, chapter, we want to be able to swear well, it's in the book. In North Dakota. Yeah, you gotta watch, you gotta read the book. You gotta read the book. But if it's in the book, I do explain it in the book. Watch, just spell it out. When read the book, just to find the swear word. We're family friendly. <laughs> so read the book. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know when I oh, said. I was yeah, about to start guessing these words. <laughs> we, we are family friendly. Might not be more fun. That would be more fun right? to hear right? your guesses. Okay. So Dave, to get a little serious with this, because this is huge, and you are a legend here, at least in Phoenix. Total sure. legend. So hang what, out with them for an hour. What advice can you give people? Because we were talking before the show. How many people really stick to anything, especially a job, for as long as you do? So. What is the secret to that? Because any job, there's frustrations. And I think with any job, don't we all feel like at some point, I am done? I, I only had one show where, where Quita upset me, where the whole gang, they all ganged up on me. And I was I had a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to I don't agree think that's true. I, had a bad day. I don't think it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I had a bad day. And I was sensitive. I had just a bad day. And yeah. Quita didn't do anything yeah. wrong. But it was like everybody together. Here she comes. Oh, God. Watch out. She'll chew you up. Yeah. Be careful. And she's saying it to it. Okay. But yeah, so people are people. Sometimes they piss you off. How do you get by? Well, you know, if you you. would, uh, I was, when I, after I I decided that I was going to retire, Mm -hmm. I was looking through my computer, looking at different things I had done, looking at different things that I had, that I had written. And I started coming across resignation letters. All right, I'm finally done. You know, I know you don't believe me, but here it is. You know, I mean, they were all, all right, all right, this, I really mean it this time. And, and I'm it's reading, sitting in your draft oh, that made written, you feel yeah, better to write yeah, it. Yeah, I open it up, and I, they're written in such anger. I'm going, I can't imagine I didn't put that time. Right. And, and there's some of them were like, okay, Bob, this is to you directly, and I really mean it. You know? <laughs> And then you'd get done and you'd go, well, I feel a lot better. I think I'll stay working for a few right. more years. Are those letters in the book? <laughs> no, Are those letters no, in the book? That, might, that could be my next sequel, book. The that sequel. That could be my next book. A which, collection yeah. of the letters saying, don't send them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just change the names and the stories well, later. You know, I was, so that's I was, secret number one. I was working with someone once that I, um, I had a, at one point in, at the station, I had a key to everything. And I had a master key to everything because over the years I'd collected the keys and doors changed and this changed and I just had a ring of keys to everything. And one night, one of the anchors had gotten angry 
and written a letter to the news director and slipped it under his door, which was locked. And later that night, <laughs> she was, Having looking, a little remorse, uh, she was looking, for, looking for me. And I, got the, I got the key to that office. <laughs> and so it, it had, they did come in handy, but a lot of people, um, uh, you know, you do, you write, to, you, you quit in anger, and thank goodness nobody heard you that time. But yeah, I left a lot of times. But uh, it was in the office on my own late at night. Sometimes Bun would hear me mumbling in there. Are you quitting again? <laughs> <laughs> How many times did he want to quit, would you say? 40 years? Can you count? <laughs> I was going to say, more than if 10. it's countable, that's impressive. Because I right? would say that's pretty low. Right? Uh, I would agree. So, so there was a chapter about Jerry Foster. And yeah. I remember meeting Jerry Foster um, uh, through the Coonies, Pep Cooney and Sean Cooney, that helps us with our music, Three Leaf Recording. He's mm -hmm. really awesome with uh, helping us get music musicians. So if you want to record and you're a musician, go to Three Leaf Recording. Uh, so uh, Jerry Foster, tell us about Jerry Foster. Well, there's a lot about Jerry Foster in the book, kind of patched here and there. There are different stories that, that he leads into. And for those who don't know who he is. He's a legendary helicopter pilot that oh, uh, worked thank for you. Channel 10 and for Channel 12. Sorry, mm -hmm. I thought everyone knew who he was. Mm -hmm. Well, we're national. Because Thank you so much. This is a worldwide <laughs> show. So yes, go ahead. it was Jerry Foster, yes. He's been retired for a little while, but no, Jerry uh, has, a, has a role in the book kind of off and on as he appeared throughout my life uh, in the book. But Real funny uh, guy. Well, Jerry's a fun guy. Jerry fun. is a seat-of-the-pants helicopter pilot. When, um, when the first time I flew with Jerry, we were in a two-seater. And it was just a little tiny two-seater helicopter. It wasn't these big jet Those are Bell so Rangers. dangerous. <laughs> well, this one was just a little tiny oh. one oh. that we flew in. It just had that little bubble over it, you know, like you yeah. see on MASH, the MASH show. Yeah. Where the or Magnum P.I. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they just that <laughs> yes. little bubble over yeah. the top. And so we were flying, just we were, Jerry and I, we were talking back and forth in the cockpit, and uh, we started talking about service. And... I mentioned, and we both mentioned that we were Vietnam veterans, and uh, he had mentioned it first, and then I said, well, I'm a vet as well. And he said, did you travel by helicopter? I said, yes, I did. And he put that helicopter down close to the ground, just like we used to fly, and, and went, boom, right across yeah, the desert. he was famous for at. his stunts. And that, it was yeah. kind of fun. It was kind of took me <laughs> back scary. a little bit. <laughs> it, was, it was a little he scary. No fear. But uh, every helicopter pilot I ever flew with, they love to fly up by South Mountain or Camelback Mountain and drift into the side of it as they went over the top of it. So you think you're going to crash into the side. There was a way they did that where they just kind of went sideways and over the top. Mm -hmm. oh. And all of them do it to you. Everybody does oh. it. Have you been in it's really scary. I've, I've been is. in the chopper, but they didn't do that to me, so yeah. I'm glad I was at a different station. <laughs> I, yeah, it's I time to change your pants. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, let's get a chopper. Okay. Rock and Robin, will you take the mic at some point and say hello? Come on. Say something funny. We want you to say hello. You really Welcome. want me to do that? Yes, I do. I have a feeling one of these times Chet's going to swing this around and it's going to smack me right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll knock some sense into me, right? There, there's my funny thought. We're, we're so there lucky we to have you. We, but we I, want you to chime in where you can. We're yes, going to get to music here in a minute and come back to Dave. But Dave, what I would love for you to think about, because I think there are, you guys know a lot of people and their jobs and they have their happy moments and they have their sad moments. And it would be great if you can help people to figure out, how do you know when it's the time to leave? What are the things you can put up with and not? And, 
you know, help people get through that. Because I yeah. think that's a that's a problem that no matter what job or even if you're working for yourself, how do you cope? Right, Chris? That's a great question. Yeah. And we can come back to that. Are we going to Lord in London? Yes. You want to introduce Our, I want to hear Mr. These Lord guys, in these London? Guys, I think they're yes. Be, they're incredible. We are going to introduce Mr. Lord in London. Yes. Come on up, guys. Bring the guitar uh, and... Quita, how old are the Lord in London? 14 and 15. And this is what has us all so amazed because not only are these guys talented, but look at their mannerisms. Oh, it's like, you guys so know polite. as parents, you're always looking at what are people thinking of my kids. Dad, you got you, you did a good job. Uh, and some nice style. They both dressed nice. So, nice. so Father so. Noel is very <laughs> humble, but can he come over and say a couple words? I, I'm going to... Give up my chair so you can say, oh, you're going to bring a stool. There yeah, we go. Yeah, because from we what go. we understand, then, he has a whole lot to do with their career. He, he does. He's a musician himself. Exactly. And he toured all around, mm -hmm. the not the world, but United States. Uh -huh. He corrected me on that, so it's United States. But I think that's a big deal. Yeah, that's the world to me. Yes, I think, <laughs> right? I think so, too. Uh, so are we? Are they sitting, standing? Uh, what's happening here, Quita? Uh, just let them come on in. They're going to come on over okay. here to the okay. mic and get okay. cozy. Okay. Yeah, let's get cozy. And while they're setting up, Kinga, how was your weekend? Okay, well, I think this was one of my best weekends, actually. Wow. <laughs> because I've my, never heard that before. I was going to say, she says this a lot, but that's a good sign. If you're always improving on your last weekend, if it's always the best one, I guess you're doing something right. So the, the camera girl, Missy, she's holding the camera. I wish she'd put the camera on herself for a minute. Uh, we, went, we went to, we heard some music. We did a little dancing. We had a little dinner. Uh, we just had some fun, I have to say. Um, she makes me feel like I'm in high school. So, Back to our young yes, stars. Yes. But, but, but Missy, everyone will be hearing a little bit from Missy because she does a lot for charities. You name the charity, she did, she's right there spearheading it. And so she's going to be our little uh, charity correspondent coming on here and telling what's what's going on with the charity. So. Love that. Yeah. Missy's so, like, I didn't know about this. Here we go. This, Here's the mic for you. you. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so, well, first, I, I want to start with Dad, because we, I, I know you are so, so proud, but how'd you get both boys interested? I uh, mean, were they stuck with it? You know, it, it really wasn't um, a matter of getting them interested. It's, it's just, they come from a musical family. You know, there's so many people performing all the time, you know, in our family. And uh, they started with violin, you know, at ages uh, five and six. You know, their uncle, Jonathan Livingston, uh, he's been teaching them over the course of the past eight years, and he is phenomenal. This, this guy, he's all around Arizona, so look him up, JonathanLevinson.com. Mm -hmm. uh, he's doing beautiful things with the violin, and he's, he got them inspired. Um, this guy used to hang out with me when I was a musician and playing drums. I had to buy him his own drum When you set. were. You're still a musician. Once a musician, <laughs> always a musician. Always a musician. I wish I could perform, but, you know, I got to put bread and butter on the table. Yeah. And uh, so to. that takes precedence, and, and, and I can enjoy them. Tell us what genre, what instrument. Well, actually, uh, myself, I'm a drummer, um, but I kind of crossed, drummer. you know, mm -hmm. over to, you know, different genres of music, and, and I took my jazz and funk influences, and I kind of combined it with uh, a rock, rock and roll. Uh -huh. You know, I did that with a band called Psychedelicacy for a long time, and these guys, just, they have to listen to my uh, version of hard rock. But it was more of a Jimi Hendrix style. So, so Lord and London, your kids tell me that uh, mom, who we met last show, uh, has an angelic voice. I think we need to like form a band that has <laughs> the, like band. a Von Trapp family, like Sound of Music. 
You know, she, when we had our very first date, we, we played Name That Tune for a couple of hours in a car, and she was the first woman that never told me to shut up. I said, I'm marrying oh, this woman. Oh, she's the one. I'm like, <laughs> every bad note, which was like every other note. <laughs> and somehow we managed to produce these two guys right here. You know, London used to sing duet, but he said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the violin. I'm going to let you, you know, do all the... And they're singing, and I'm going to do the violin. <laughs> we were talking earlier because I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with Black Violin, but they are an amazing band, and mm-hmm. they, they are hip-hop, but they also they're do amazing. the violin. And I was talking to the boys earlier, and what did you say? He said, there is a big difference in us and them. Oh, yeah, there's a big difference. Like, the, the Black Violin, like, both of them Funny. sing. They, they, uh, they, uh, they both, you know, they both sing, like, a lot. <laughs> and they both play violin. <laughs> And the difference between Laura and I, we both play violin, but I, I don't sing at all. Like, he says, can't happening. hold I mean, Why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, I lost my voice. I hit puberty, and I'm like, it's not worth it. Oh, it's not worth it. It, it, it you'll come to the, the tunnel, and then you'll have your voice again. Right. Yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm not trying to sing anymore. I'll leave it up to Lord. So I have some questions in a years. <laughs> about sustainability. How is your family being sustainable? What are you guys doing to make the world a better place outside of your healing with your music? I want to know, are you guys recycling? What are you guys doing? And how have you improved since last show? Well, um, what we frequently do, oh, yes. <laughs> what, we, what we frequently do, when we go and we get water bottles and such, uh, my mom will always go to the commissary and she'll get these big packages of water bottles. And uh, instead of us just going through them, we'll drink one and then we'll refill it over and over again until we feel like we need to get a new one. And so it takes mm-hmm. us about, I'm going to say about two months before we go and get another pack of water bottles mm-hmm. so that we're not constantly going through cases of water bottles. That's smart. I didn't get that message. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you guys going to sing for us tonight? What's your first song? Um, our first song is going to be Sunday Morning by Maroon 5. Ooh. All right, get yep. on in here and show us what you got. another mic so guys feel free to pipe in if you're listening live we have our facebook page we're live and you can see all of our pretty faces it's in the green room dot green so log on there you can go on instagram and if you've missed any of the show in the green room dot green is where you can go and hear it all as well and that includes this beautiful music we are getting ready to hear guys let's hear what you got all righty Sunday morning rain is falling. Dread some cover, shed some skin. Clouds are shrouding us in moments unforgettable. It fixed the trick the more that I'm in. And things just get so crazy, living life gets hard to do. Sunday morning rain is falling, and I'm coming back to you. That someday you will lead me back to you. Oh, that someday it will lead me back to you. Then maybe all I need, darkness, she is all I see. Come on, rest your voice with me. Driving slow on Sunday morning, and I never want. Fingers trace your every outline Paint a picture with my hand 
and forth we swing like branches in the storm Changing weather, stick together to the end That may be all I need Darkness, she is all I see Come on, let's give with me Driving slow on Sunday morning And I never wanna leave you guys out of trouble right oh yeah i don't know if dad's gonna <laughs> this agree. is more fun honestly that, right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so but here's what's interesting i think all of us parents and you guys even know that we talk a lot about the music of today it's always the music of today versus when we were growing up right and so i know Absolutely. with my kids i always say what are you listening to what is that so my kids had to grow up on all the oldies yeah with you guys because this is amazing music you're playing, but is there something else you guys listen to more at home, or this is? That's a good question. Um, London, you can talk about the music you listen. Uh oh. He's like he's in that stage where he listens to just old school rap. So go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, nowadays, I don't much like nowadays music. You know. Love it. See, he knows real music. music. Hot music. I, I don't like it. So mostly, I stay around the '80s. '80s rock. You know, like Jimi Hendrix. Love it. Oh, I love Jimi Hendrix. Queen is a big Classic. one. ACDC. Love Queen. You know, so I, just love I love rock. ACDC. Yeah, I, I, I just love rock. I hike to ACDC. <laughs> hmm? I, I hike to ACDC. It makes me go up that mountain faster, faster, faster. God. Yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> Which, yeah. by the way, as we mentioned, hiking, I'm sorry, on a totally different topic, we have to all say prayers for Megan, our intern, our new intern, because she uh, was hiking today and fell 200 feet. So mm. everybody say a prayer uh, that she'll be okay. So anyway, back to you. But yeah, uh, there 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 are uh, plenty of good groups. Like there's plenty of good people I like. Uh, hip hop right now is actually pretty good. Uh, I, I love plenty of um, classical as well. Classical, of course, I play the violin. What's so your What's your favorite uh, classical composer? Favorite, uh, probably Mozart. Oh, I love you know, Mozart. Very unique, you know. So Rachel and Chet, chime in. You guys are musicians as well. You grew up playing piano. We, yeah, and we all grew kinds up playing piano. Um, a little bit of classical. My favorite um, to play on the piano is ragtime. Because, I don't know, it's the most fun to like play, in my opinion. It'll just be like jamming out on the piano. But um, I love... Are you guys writing any originals yet? Or? Um, I write a little bit of songs. Like, I'll have this little songbook at home. And sometimes when I just feel like it, I'll just go on and I'll just write a couple songs, I'll look up some instrumentals on YouTube, and I'll just write to it, just vibe out a little bit. Sometimes I'll write a couple ballads. 
you want to play something for us that's original? Oh. We would love that. We would love that. Not to put you on the spot. Or if you want to come back on another show. After oh, yeah, you write one. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> well, and that's huge because you guys heard Dave talking and he's going to come back and talk with us more about coping. But you say music. Is that something you do when you're just angry and you're having those moments? Does music mm-hmm. calm you? Yes, it definitely does. I would say when, like sometimes when I'd feel sad a little bit, Sometimes I'll just listen to songs that just soothe me a little bit or just get me back in my zone. Or sometimes I'll just sing. I will just sing literally anything. Or I'll just go and write some lyrics. (laughs) Music definitely has that power to completely transform your mood, either through your own expression or listening to someone else's. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure there were songs that he would sing and everybody in the house knew, "Uh uh-oh, it's a bad day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would, I just, I... Literally all I do is sing. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to tell, but I just, <laughs> I just, all I do is listen to music all day. Awesome. So yeah. well, we look well, forward to way to do it. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, we look forward to the next song. So you guys get ready for that. And we're going to get ready for a little more Dave. Right. And we're also right. excited about you guys writing a song for our show. That's about saving the yes, planet. Come back, come back. Yes. So yep. work on that. Oh, we definitely. And we're going to okay, have thanks. a little singing you. from you too, mister. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> So, Rock and Robin. Uh, <laughs> so, we've got. He's like, when I need a wedding. Yeah, you, you are on her list today. So, I just, you're doing sounds. I just want you to say something like, because you're. We so always you're need a little input from Robin. You're participating. She's, just, she's here, on. and we need and your she's voice. She's on the spot. Well, save one that. show at a time. Oh, saving the planet. <laughs> one, one show, show at, at a time. time. <laughs> Woo. Okay, so, Rachel, you were supposed to, in between the. These um, guests, we want to hear your good tips. So Give us a good today tip. Today, I have prepared something that's actually related to our guest, which is exciting. Um, I know he was big on pool safety. And so. I can barely hear you, honey. Sorry. <laughs> is, is it better? That's, so she, that's yeah. better. That's better. Okay. So uh, it's hot. Super, super, super. Insert a bunch of bad words in there. Hot. <laughs> that's how hot it is. <laughs> So um, we've been kind of trying to talk about keeping cool, and we talked about um, building uh, renovations last week with uh, air conditioning units. But Steve Devell, st- yes, we were trying we to. Had him on the show. We were talking about green uh, ways to stay cool in your house. So today we can stay, well, talk about how to stay cool outside of your house. Most people, if you have a pool, you know it takes a lot of maintenance. But it makes you, about, keeps you cool. And, oh, yes. And he, cool. he's all about pool safety. But they're not the greenest thing in the world. <laughs> oh, why? So, Absolutely not. Well, why aren't they green? They're not <laughs> green. It's a pool. It's full of water. The water you're using, especially in a place but like Arizona. But it stays in the pool. No, it doesn't. It evaporates. It evaporates. You can lose thousands and thousands of gallons. That's uh, only if you have a crack in the bottom. No, it, you lose way more off the <laughs> top. Yeah, you, you, evaporate, <laughs> you evaporate a lot of water, and, and that's why pools have automatic fillers. Mm-hmm. Because if they didn't, you couldn't go on vacation, you couldn't leave it during the day. Because pools do evaporate a lot of water up into, mm-hmm. up into the area. Mm-hmm. Humidity is up in the valley because of the many pools that we have. Uh, that adds to the humidity that, that people have. So mm-hmm. I do work for Solar Safe Pool Covers, and do they you? stop all of that evaporation. Oh, well, that's what we were just about <laughs> to talk but that, about. But I was just going to say the number, go. the number one tip for our listeners to stay, keep your pool as green as possible. It's not green to have one, but it's great to have one in the desert. It's hot. 
jump in, enjoy it. But if you want to keep your pool as sustainable or greened as possible, cover it, get a better pump, a more sustainable um, green energy star pump specifically. And then also if you can make your pump work less uh, by cleaning the top of the pool off, like getting all the leaves and the (laughs) off of there um, that makes your pump more efficient. And then additionally, the cover, everyone should invest in a cover. What is your cover company? They're solar safe pool covers. Solar safe pool covers. Yeah, and there's a couple of different varieties of cover that you can get, but the the best one is the one that bolts down around the pool. Because when that is on, as I say when I'm working for them, used properly, absolutely no one can get in that pool. Yeah. And, and it then, looks like we've got a witness there. Oh, uh, Noel yeah, is over there have, saying, hey, I have one, I have he one. Has you a have solar one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. And okay, see, we'll that's saving. We're t- going to talk about the sustainability about that, um, or the sustainable impacts about that uh, are more than just the evaporation. You're going to keep it clean, so you're going to have fewer ook to get out of the <laughs> pool, <laughs> and it makes your pump more efficient. I'm glad you brought this up. We've never had a show and that talks about And then also you're this. keeping it safe, or of safety, from uh, wildlife that could get in the pool or from kids. Now, with this cover, you can actually shut your pool down. You can turn the, you can stop putting chemicals in. You can turn the pump off. We had a pool that we use in advertising that we covered for eight years. We opened it, took us 30 minutes to get it swim ready. What? It keeps the dirt out. It keeps the chemicals all standard, standard. Everything stays level. You, with these pool covers, you put them on properly. No sun gets in, no dirt gets in. That's going to keep your pool clean without using the pump, without that is using amazing. chemicals. And, and with that, you're going to save a lot of money and a lot of Add to the energy. environment. Yeah. Of, so on a funny note, I'm going to chime in with Chet. I, I think Chet might think this is funny. We had these ducks that would show up uh, at like 4.30 a.m., 5 a.m. for like a month. Do you remember that, Chet? Um, of course I do. <laughs> and I they would start squawking. was very sleep deprived. <laughs> they would quack, 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 quack. Yeah, and they were fearless. I would go out there with like a, you know, a baseball a, or something. He'd throw, a, throw big, uh, a big plastic, you know, one of those balls you do like, exercise, you know, ball. exercise ball. And he'd throw that big thing and they'd go, okay, it's a nice back. chat. Well, well, no, no, but no, if, we, I cu- if I had hit it, I would have eaten it. So yeah. it would have been sustainable. We're not talking exactly. about If only you had that. a pool cover. <laughs> so, so this lasted for about a month. And finally, Chet, Chet like, would leave the ball. Yeah, so you will, you will not have any uh, loud ducks in your pool. If you get a cover. If you have a cover. You know, <laughs> if you have a cover, there's no ducks. They seem to be courting each other. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. Now, so Rachel's bringing up a great point, though, because she's talking about saving lives and saving... But you were very, very passionate about this in your career and even yes. now after your TV career, which is really, really huge because you weren't just a face. Well, the, the biggest chapter in the book is yes. watch, watch Your Kids Around Water. Yes. And, of course, it was the biggest influence on my life during my career. Mm-hmm. And it was a big influence on the lives of people in Phoenix during my career. Mm-hmm. When I, in fact, just before we came over here, we stopped off over in Neiman Marcus to just walk through. We came a little early. And as we were walking out, a gentleman walked by me, and he looked at me, and he was trying to make the connection, and he, all of a sudden he yelled out, Watch your kids around yeah. water! 
<laughs> and that's and what happened at Starbucks that morning. That, yeah, yes. I, yep. That's what they say to me. And I, you know, somebody told me once, they said, your, your mantra precedes your name. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's okay. Dave, <laughs> you know, the word Dave Muncie is not going to save any lives. Watch your kids around water. Yes. It's going to save yeah. some lives. So, it's an important message. And that's yeah. what our show's about. Because we're about saving the planet. We're about saving people. We're about healing everyone. Mm-hmm. And you, that's, you fit right along with our show. Yeah. The chapter in the book is 27 pages. It's the largest chapter, but also people over the years have asked me so many personal questions about water safety, how, what, why, where, when. I answer all of those brutally uh, in, this, uh, in this chapter. There, some people have told me they cannot get through the chapter without crying. I can't, and I wrote it. I, I cried. Yeah, it, it is. It's very it, sensitive. It, it, it's, it's a very, very touching, very touching chapter. It's because beautiful. It's all real. It, it's these are all things that happened to me mm-hmm. while I was pursuing to stop children dying in swimming pools. How many died that one summer? Like 55 or something? 46. 46. 46. 46. Under five. 46 children under five. Here wow. in the valley. That's unbelievable. Valley. And you know, so many people in other states that are actually surrounded by water. It is confusing because our drownings are more. Well, Why we have you? we have the more we have more drownings because we have so many swimming pools. Right. Yeah. But I was up in Fargo, right. North Dakota, and I was doing some interviews up there on the book. And one of the things they were asking me about was about water safety because they have a lot of lake drownings, river drownings, mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they had just had two drownings up in Fargo when I was there, so it was very fresh on their minds. Mm-hmm. And they were going. They were really con- not confused, but they were going, this guy from Arizona, we need him up here in North Dakota mm-hmm. doing this. You could do a water safety program in any state in the union. Everybody loses children to water one way or the other. Mm. Mm. That so, is just heart-wrenching. So I, I have a question about, I mean, have you ever seen the movie Fargo? Oh, yes, of course. Is, it, is Fargo like Fargo? No. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've always wondered that. Okay, and then I have a question about this chapter, uh, Wallace and Ladmo. Can you t- tell us a little bit about that? Well, I found know, it very interesting. Yeah, the, the chapter on Wallace and Ladmo comes from my relationship with Wallace and Ladmo. Which Do you remember Wallace and Ladmo, Robin? Wait, yeah. for, our, for our listeners? Of course. Okay, of there course we go. There we go. For okay. our listeners, hold on. A little bit back, a background. Yeah, there we go. Can, can you give us a little bit of a background of who Wallace and Ladmo are? Well, Wallace, and Gerald. Yeah, Wallace, and Gerald. Ladmo, and Gerald, they <laughs> had a children's show here in the Valley. It ran for 35 years. Uh, it was, th- these guys were extremely talented. And uh, the, uh, uh, the, the producer of the show, um, Bob Kennedy, was very talented as well, the guy that dreamed it up. And these guys worked together flawlessly. It was a children's show. But when I moved to Arizona. But what was it about? So for the well, people that don't know. Yeah, and then they played cartoons. Listeners. So they had characters that came on. And, but yeah, you, you have to watch the show and it's available. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it all over. Okay. I, I remember saying to my wife one morning after I had been in town, maybe three weeks, this is not a kid's show. This is a show for adults (laughs) that they are masquerading as a kid's show. Am I right? You had to watch it to see it. I feel like there's kind of been a lot of it. Right? You know, these characters were, were, and and Ladmo and Gerald, they were the characters, and Wallace was a character of sorts, but he was the guy that kept them on track. And and what it meant by kept them on track was he kept it being a children's show. 
Okay. And, and that wasn't easy <laughs> because <laughs> these two guys, I mean, it, it, you have to watch it. I can't do the humor. <laughs> no, I'm going to go these YouTube guys, it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Queen on this show. <laughs> uh-oh. Was, oh, I don't know if I should I was, be happy I would about say, that. Yeah, no I don't know. Should it I? was pretty oh, amazing. Oh, throwing some stuff. dirt on there. Oh, <laughs> spicy. <laughs> Sorry, Dave, we can't help it. <laughs> well, that's okay. No, and my, the amazing thing for me was the first time I saw one of them, it was uh, Ladmo, and it was in a grocery store. Didn't he wear a big hat like this? Not in the grocery store. He didn't even, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, he but did. He wore, he wore like a top. And he was a buying, uh-huh. he was grocery shopping, like we all do. Mm-hmm. And Bun and I were there, and, and we followed him around. I mean, you know, and, and later in life, I would go, that person's following me, you know. But at the time, I was just, I was going, that's Ladmo, that's the guy on the show. <laughs> and we all became very close friends. And it just amazed me that I watched these guys, and then later I worked with them. So, yeah, that was, a, and, and I write about that in the book. That's, there's a chapter for each one of those guys in the book. So when people saw them, it was probably like how when some people see you and they're all starstruck. Okay, hold on. <laughs> That's what I saw. I'm telling you. Had you had to see them in character. Oh, here Update. we go. Here hold we go. on. Yeah, yeah. I just saw a picture of these oh, there people. Yeah, there they are. This does not look like a kid's show. <laughs> if I was a kid, I don't think that would interest me. Now, so wait, so wait, wait. Yeah, to get a Ladmo they look, bag. They look goofy, though. To get a Ladmo bag was probably the most important, yeah, gold. It was the most important thing in your life. So, to so, get a lad so as Rachel just saw one. this yeah. picture and she didn't think it seemed like a kid's show, why did you feel it, it was more of an adult show? Well, because <laughs> I, I mean, the humor, you get the humor. Uh, I mean, and, and like I said, I can't do it. You have to go back and watch the reruns. <laughs> but the humor was adult humor. And the kids were laughing at it, but they had no idea what they were laughing okay, at. Okay, SpongeBob is full of the same kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, if A you lot go of people don't know SpongeBob. it, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and I those. would imagine a lot of them are, you know, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. which, of course, we all know Beavis and Butthead were. But, oh, gosh. Well, now I feel like guy. we have to watch all the reruns of uh, Wallace and Ladmole. Oh, and you'd Jer- love it. You'd love every bit of it. I'm so I have a question. Why is Jerry dressed party? up like a, uh, almost like a girl? Is he kind of? Well, that's the way that Time was. Time to get glurby. That was Gerald. <laughs> That was Gerald. I mean, what what you you know you need to get what you need you need to have Pat McMahon come on the show and explain Gerald and all of the other characters. He did many many characters uh, on the show. Can they you do a brief a, a little brief description of Gerald? Well, us, well, please. yeah, I can. I'll tell you what, Gerald was an impersonation. A, a very, no, yeah. it was an a, impersonation. A stuck up little kid that when Gerald came out on the stage, Gerald hated like he would he would tell the kids in the crowd. I hate you because you go to public school. And the kids would all hiss and boo and boo and hiss. And I had lunch with Pat here just a, a few months ago. That's Gerald? And, and he told me, yeah, that's, that's Gerald. Stop there. it. That's Gerald. And, wow. And uh, he told me that there were actually uh, hired uh, body, bodyguards wrong. in the crowd because the, the crowd got so fired up about <laughs> Gerald when he would come out. Because he would come out and insult the kids and do things like that because he thought he was better than all the kids. It sounds like something funny to you know have like a party and have a happy hour and then watch. But that was just right. one everyone's of everyone's like laughing, many. but they're a little bit confused too. Yeah, that was one of many characters that Pat did. You need to have Pat come on the show and. Okay, and we got to. Okay, so you can set that up. Yep. You said you're friends with them. He could be our entertainment. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> we, we can get him on the show. Sure. Okay, I'll so I have a, a serious question. King, I don't give. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so because we're talking celebrities, because whether you consider yourself that or not, you are. Total so, celebrity. Okay, I saw right? it. But here's the thing. So as celebrities, you guys know a lot of people get starstruck and they interrupt you at all the wrong times and all of that stuff. So for those of us who may run into a celebrity at some point, can you give us the do's and don'ts? We're not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy. Well, I can't because you can interrupt me anytime. Oh, that's See, so and that, that's what I love about you. That's and I can so tell nice. that's why you have so many fans. Yeah, I love that. I mean, if you he's come very and nice to the picture, fans. I have put on my Facebook page, if you buy my book, Muncie Business, by the way, we'll get the name on. If you buy my book and you see me in a store, you see me in a restaurant, you come have that speak. book, you come up, I'll sign that book to you, over to you. So, yeah, I mean, I love uh, being, interacting with people. As Bunny always says, I'd rather walk through a crowd than around a crowd. Mm -hmm. So, More yeah, fun. there's no, there's well, really Well, that's why not, that job was so perfect for you. I think the one that I would, that I would say probably, we were at a, we were at a rodeo. Uh -huh. And I was the, it was a, it was a road, they had a big parade and I was the master or the, the grand chairman, whatever you do with the head of the parade. And I was, I rode a horse and did all this in the parade. And after the parade, I was walking. Do you remember this bun with the two hamburgers? I was walking with two hamburgers for Bun and I to go have a little lunch. And a guy walked up and said, Hey, can you take a picture of my wife with my wife? And I, I said, sure. And he put his hands and he took the hamburgers away and he put his thumbs, even the biggest thumbs I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> to hold the bun down. Big and he, thumbs. Yeah, he put his thumbs oh. on those buns and he squished those buns down <laughs> and took, <laughs> took away. We took a picture and I said, Do you, you ready for a hamburger? She said, No, I am. Right, it's like, I don't want it anymore. If they had been smaller thumbs, we might have eaten the burgers, but <laughs> I don't do thumbs on my food. No, no, no. That was no. probably the Thumbs, one thing where I, yeah, that was the one interruption where we just went, okay, time to go. So I want to tell you that there's a, a I think a worldwide celebrity that um, most people are enamored with, uh, that I'm friends with, uh, Michael Phelps. And I mentioned Michael Phelps to you because I'd like to do a show with the two of you because he's, you were all about saving swimming kids and water. And he's all about swimming. And uh, so I think that would be an exciting show. <laughs> but he's really, he's really, you asked the question, Quidus, on the topic of mm -hmm. what should a celebrity do when they run into people and how should they treat him? Yes. The very first time I saw Michael Phelps, there were a bunch of, um, everybody was kind of like, you know, like in on, there's like this big cluster of people and they're all like trying to talk to him. And, but nobody would go up. They just stand there. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm going straight <laughs> Not up. Kinka. Not me. <laughs> I, you know, so I saw him and I, I'm just like, that's it. <laughs> I know what Rocket Robin wants to play. She's looking for <laughs> comes. It's her theme Watch song, guys. So as we listen to this music, we're going to bring some more music on here for another song. And then we're going to come back to Dave. So, guys, if you're listening on our Facebook page, it's in the green room green. Get your questions ready right now. We have a celebrity in the house and you can ask him anything you want anything he's been very open there he is very true. open he's very so humble now yeah. that is your anything. time and if you're listening to the <laughs> uh-oh we're gonna just oh well it. okay that's on the relationship show right with uh his wife bunny so we've got yeah. mr lord in london our little teenage brothers not little but guys you know you're little to us so we're excited to <laughs> Some no, they're young. stylish though. They're young, wearing they, nice I guess they are taller than I am. So, so I and they act so polite and gentlemanly. They they don't act like little kids, right? See, you said the key word, act. I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> I'm sure you really are all the. <laughs> they are young men. Yes.
All right, guys. Are young men star musicians? Let's hear it. (laughs) Now, what are you guys uh, singing for us this time around or performing? The next song we are performing is Hymn for the Weekend by Coldplay. And I want to tell you, already on Facebook, people are already raving about how great your voices is. And Dave, actually, a few people are actually saying they are already reading your book as well. So, woo-woo! All right. (laughs) Okay, so tell us about this song you're going to sing here. All right, so the song is called Hymn for the Weekend by Coldplay featuring Beyonce. Oh, I like this. All right, let's see what you got. Love Coldplay. Your voice is going to be amazing. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Kinga's trying to be Beyonce, and it's not working. (laughs) Not working. I didn't even get that. I didn't know. (laughs) Love you. Are you okay? All right, guys, let's do it. Let's do it. Take your medications. (laughs) That was to Kinga. On with the song. Oh, angels sent from up above You know you make my world light up When I was down, when I was hurt You came to lift me up Life is a dream your love's about Oh, now I think I must be my user when I was done with a dried up, you came to rain a flood. Now drink from me, drink from me. When I was so happy for on a symphony, and I just can't get enough. Put your wings on me, wings on me. When I was so happy for on a symphony, and I know, I know, I know, I know. Across the sky, that we shoot across the sky. 
voices. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to continue well, music for amazing long term, or what are you thinking? Um, well, I've been singing pretty much my whole entire life. Um, I just recently started getting vocal lessons by Darren Friedman, and um, I've decided I wanted to um, go to Berkeley College of Music in Boston, and Impressive. I want to uh, try to uh, become a performer and an entertainer. Wow. For the long good time. for you. I think we agree. You have a pretty good chance, right? <laughs> right, Definitely. Robin? Yes. Yes. Well, uh, now, how can people hear and music? Well, is no, something you, you can we didn't hear do you. We didn't for your entire you. life, too. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. Well, personally, I consider music my hobby. I really enjoy violin. It's one of my favorite things to do, but I don't really see it being my profession. Um, I'd rather go into the field of medicine. I plan on being a neurologist because I um, enjoy the brain. I yeah, it's um I just I just love medicine. It fascinates you. Yeah. Okay, so so we have to do a show with you and we've had Dr. Ming La on the show before and he he travels back and forth. Uh, he's director of the neurology at USC. So we'll have to get you uh you guys will have to sing on another show when he comes on. Uh, because that would be if you, if that's what you want to do, he'd be a oh, great yeah, connection for you. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. So it's Mr. Lord in London, 14 and 15 years Thank old. Thank you, guys. The name of your band, Child's Play? Yes. And then how can people find out more about you guys? If they want to see you, listen to your music, where do we go? Um, well, I have a YouTube channel called Lord Ashton, L-O-U-R-D-E-A-S-H-T-O-N, where I post videos on a Regular basis <laughs> when we get around to it but uh yeah our recent video was us performing perfect at a wedding me and him uh we sang that uh last time we were here so yeah you can is there time there. for us to hear that song again i love that song it's time for a little more day because we need to tell people how to okay, get this okay, book okay. and where and all that good <laughs> okay, stuff okay too. so yeah. rachel and chat have to come back and you guys can perform that song and then if you guys have a composition of your own maybe Look at this. About saving the planet. That's what we want to hear. <laughs> Sounds like party time to me. And, and also, Rachel and Chet are, it's a secret. I, I talk about it's it every time. It's not a secret. But it's a secret. They're working on their song, but it's a secret. No, it's not. And I can't okay. talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. And, and maybe that you guys can do a little cameo. I have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> Literally no idea. No idea. <laughs> Denial the first time. I think she might have hit her head. <laughs> All right. That, that hair would back protect to Dave that Muncie. blow. Save, save me, Dave. <laughs> Save me, Dave. It looks like they love to make fun of me. What a beautiful voice. Yes, what right? A beautiful right? Voice. And uh, second, well, doesn't a violin just add so much yes. to music? So I mean, much. Oh, that just yes. sounds so nice when they Incredible. Love, love, love. We strength. love you guys. Thank you so much for coming back on our show. Thank you guys you just guys. don't know your we family you now. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes. It I mean, is so I like nice. being around young people, but I like being around talented yes, young people. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's really oh my yes, gosh, it's, it's something, and it's something so soothing about it. Kinga knows, and you guys know, um, my youngest son well, is 12. Well, it's monkey business. It's monkey business. It's monkey business. My youngest son no, is 12. This, this studio is definitely monkey business. I'm embarrassed to say <laughs> that th these young men out playing We're music, when I was their age, I was skipping school smoking cigarettes in the park. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what kind of cigarettes? It's in, it's oh. in the book. But, but that's that good. That's book? good to hear. So if you have a kid that's doing that, you could still end up like this there superhero right here. A legend. Right? Yeah. All right. So Dave, tell us again. What is the name of the book? Where can people find the it? The book is called Muncie Business, and uh, the best place to get the book is at MuncieBusiness.com. 
because you can uh, then connect with Amazon.com or you can connect with ChangingHands.com. Both of those areas uh, have the book. ChangingHands.com also has the book for walk-in. If you want to walk in and pick one up, you can get it at the Phoenix or the Tempe stores. And what about how much is it? The book is $28.00. And uh, I believe that uh, that if uh, on Amazon uh, there's free shipping if if it is that the twenty eight dollar price uh, at uh, but they they fluctuate a little bit on Amazon with the price on it. And so, so. Missy, I'm going to put you on the spot, but you don't have to say yes or no. But maybe we could have uh, for one of these charities we're gonna, we're up and doing here. Maybe we can have uh, Dave Muncy, uh, you know, do a signed book and a lunch or something, give away that for the auction. You know how put that up for the auction, or maybe we can, you know, have this be a pass out for every table. One person gets it. Something. We'll figure out something. We'll work on that. Yes. She's saying yes. Yes, she's saying yes. She's saying yes. Put the camera on yourself, Missy. She said no. <laughs> and Dave is being no. very, very okay. humble. But I he think one thing, I don't know if you guys are walking away with this from this book. There are definitely some life lessons in there because this is his whole life. And yes. he's had a lot of ups, a lot of downs. And there's really, as humble as he wants to be, there's a lot of advice in there that can help you be as successful or not as you want. It's all Yeah, I right? didn't leave anything out. When I got my butt kicked, I put in there that I got my butt kicked. <laughs> right, so. right. But I love that because it's really butt real. Kicked. Yeah. You got to read the book. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> so, so actually, I, I want you guys to read this book. My and butt then... is a kick-free zone. <laughs> I like that. I must say. Guys, it has been a fantastic show. We are so Fun. grateful and honored to have Mr. Dave Muncy in the house. So thank you, thank you for being well, here. Well, thank you for having me, but thank you for this wonderful yes. entertainment. But, but it's not yes, oh to thank you guys, too. Oh, no. He's, he's going to be a regular. He's we'll gonna, be around. We'll yeah, he's going to be around. He's Absolutely. Gonna, yeah, so we're, we're going to have him, and we're going to have the, the boys on again, Lord in London. And we Child's thank play. Them. Thank you for the music. Thank yes. you, thank you, thank Slaying you. Slaying it on the violin. And, of course, we want to thank all of you guys for and listening, and don't forget our motto, of course, it is. Rachel and Chad and Dave and Kinga and Missy Woo-hoo. and we've got everybody in the house of course Rock and Robin and don't forget our motto Saving, Saving the, the planet, planet One show at a time <laughs> Thanks Bunny for being here too <laughs>